We are following our breaking news. We have plenty more to tell you because of our Manu Raju getting more information now. What is next for Santos today if he is expelled? But it doesn't at this point, Manu, look like that's going to happen, correct? After you spoke with the Speaker of the House who says he is not going to vote to expel Santos. Yeah, I would say that it's still a bit uncertain just because of the fact that there is not a formal whip count. There is not what the leadership typically does on big votes is that they force their members, they urge their members, they twist arms, try to get them to vote one way or the other. They're not doing this. They're saying it is time you can vote your conscience, which means they don't have a list of how members will come down, which is why we expect this vote to be very close. We don't know how it's going to go down, but the momentum is certainly with George Santos at this moment, in large part because the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson just told members behind closed doors that he will vote against expelling George Santos. And he had previously said, when I asked him this week, he had real reservations about the precedent that this would set. Now, I talked to one of the proponents of the George Santos ouster, Mark Molinaro, about this and about the impact that this could have on the vote. He indicated that Johnson told members that they can vote their conscience. Listen, I, uh, again, um we all have to go home to our districts and explain the voters who sent me here want me to be an independent voice on their behalf, and I believe uh, that his criminal behavior, his uh, uh, fraudulent activity has met the threshold for me to establish and uphold a, a conduct that requires expulsion. He said that, according to Molinaro, he said that members should be able to vote the way their districts ultimately want. And I just talked to a number of members who are walking out of this room. Some of them who had previously suggested they might be open to expelling George Santos are now saying that they are going to oppose expelling George Santos. One of them is a rank-and-file member, Mike Boss of Illinois, just told me that he's going to oppose it. Earlier this week, he suggested he may be open to supporting the expulsion. And that is so significant because they need, the numbers will tell the story. They need 77 votes in order to get the two-thirds majority to expel Santos from the House, Republican votes. If all members are voting and present, that's a big question right now. Right now, we have about, uh, we think probably about around 45, maybe close to 50 or so. Where do those other 20 to 30 members come down? Just so many members still say they don't know. One of them, Jody Arrington, who's the chairman of the House Budget Committee, I asked him, how are you going to vote? He says he doesn't know. The vote is in about an hour's time, and he says he does not know. So those members, either they don't want to say how they're going to vote, or they simply are grappling what would be an unprecedented vote, kicking out a member who has not been convicted yet, and also potentially narrowing that very tight Republican majority. But no question about it, at this moment, the, the George Santos could potentially survive this in large, no small part, because of the Speaker of the House's opposition to this measure. The House of Representatives will vote on whether to expel embattled Congressman George Santos. If two-thirds of the House does vote, to expel, it would make Santos only the sixth member to ever be expelled. And at this moment, according to a pair of senior Republican sources, top Republicans are not sure how this is going to go down. If he is expelled, the New York Republican will not be going quietly. He is threatening to spill tea on several of his colleagues if he is expelled. Harry Anton joins us now with more. If you look at the numbers... Does he have a chance to stay in Congress? Yeah, so let's take a look. This all comes down to math, which is something I like to talk about. So the House votes needed to expel George Santos. You need 290 total to expel him. Among Republicans, you're going to need 77 if every Democrat votes to expel. So the question is, are they going to get to that 77? 
So let's take a look at sort of the stage play right now. Again, with 77 likely needed, 24 Republicans have previously voted to expel. An additional 20 more say they will now. So that's going to need to an additional 33. And keep in mind, many GOP members are not saying how they're going to vote. So this is all the reporting we have right now, which is essentially that we don't know how this is going to go down, but it looks at this point like it's going to be close. Are there any Republicans in Congress that are fearful that if they expel Santos, vote to expel, that they will face repercussions from their voters? Yeah, this to me is the very interesting thing. Republican voters are more than willing to go along with the idea of getting rid of George Santos. Yeah. So take a look at Republicans nationwide who hold a positive view of George Santos. It's just 15%. Remember the last Republican president who resigned was Richard Nixon. 50% of Republicans had a positive view of him. So the fact is, Republicans nationwide, there's no reason why House Republicans should fear repercussions from their voters. I think the real thing, though, that they're looking at is the U.S. House balance of power. At this point, it's just nine seats. It's tied for the narrowest majority in the last 90 years. So it's not really the voters that they necessarily fear, but it's more the idea that they just do not necessarily want such a small majority. And then what happens to the district if he gets expelled? Yeah, if he does get expelled, I mean, look, this is a very tight district. Republicans won in the Senate race, but Biden won in 2020. So it'll be a toss yeah. if this goes to a special election. Harry, thank you very thank much. You. Appreciate it, Phil. Well, Sarah just laid out, despite the allegations against Congressman Santos, not every Republican is declaring they're going to vote to expel him, including Congressman Matt Gates. Since the beginning of this Congress, there's only two ways you get expelled. You get convicted of a crime or you participated in the Civil War. Neither apply to George Santos. And so I rise not to defend George Santos, whoever he is but to defend the very precedent that my colleagues are willing to shatter. Very important caveat, not defending George Santos there. Joining us now to unpack, back with us to unpack, is Nasa Wilmer. She was Congressman Santos's communications director, resigned in May after he was indicted on fraud and money laundering charges. Uh, great to see you again. As somebody who worked in his office, knows him, mm -hmm. spent a lot of time with him, what would you tell Republican lawmakers who are on the fence right now, who don't know which way they're going to go? Well, that's a difficult question. To, well, uh, no, I shouldn't say it's a difficult question. It's a great question to ask. Um, it's a difficult situation to be in because, you know, yes, he has not been convicted um, or as of yet. But at the same time, um, you know, Chairman Guest spent a a great amount of time on the floor yesterday really laying out the House ethics report and what they, the work that uh, they had put into this and highlighting that, in fact, that the congressman had many opportunities to um, cooperate and provide information, and he failed to do so. And that actually was a big shock to me. But as a, a member of Congress who was on the fence, let that serve as a confirmation that this was not a, a biased report. It was conducted very thoroughly and the staff who did a tremendous job, who they reviewed over 172,000 pages worth of information and interviewed over 40 people, that should be a confirmation right there. And if we're looking to earn the trust back of the American people, let this serve as an example by um, expelling someone who is truly unfit to serve. Did you watch the, uh, the congressman's uh, defense in front of the, the House chamber yesterday? I did watch it. So my question throughout, and there's a lot there uh, to try and unpack, when you watched that, did you think there was a strategy? Did you recognize it? Or is he in just a different place now? 
Um, it is, honestly, you know, you, he announced this back it, over the Thanksgiving holiday, and what I saw was that it just seemed like it was very on the, you know, on off the cuff, and there did not seem to be any kind of strategy involved here because. You know, you should have taken that opportunity to create a plan, practice, um, you know, take, draft a speech, practice, and, you know, even have your staff draft up some questions that could potentially be asked by reporters and start practicing that. We didn't see that yesterday. What I saw was just, you know, it was about... 18 minutes of a speech and taking a few questions. And the one that really struck out at me was he had highlighted uh, in social media that he had planned to basically uh, relay information about other members of their infidelities, which uh, a reporter point blank asked him that, and he just said, go do the research yourself. Um, that was just another a lie or a tease of just drawing reporters to come to a press conference where he screamed, I'm a victim, I'm being bullied. But at the end of the day, he's not a victim, he's not a bully, and, you know, this is an issue that was of, of his own making. Yeah, and uh, he's going to receive judgment uh, from his colleagues in the House uh, in about two hours. Nice to we appreciate it, as always. Thank you.